Okay, we're holding Simon Kuf Nun Tes. We are in the middle of Siv Hey, it's page 98. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers from Tarot Time, as well as from Shas Illuminated. So we're discussing the halachas of a barza. The Ramah is the last line on page 98. The Ramah says, Kol by barza lamata, a clue which has a spigot on bottom, or a cork that's uh, plugging up a hole. And you can remove the cork and have some water come out. For example, if you have like an urn or a barrel, and the bottom of the barrel, the urn, there's a spigot or a cork. Since this is the way it was made to be makabal mashka, therefore that would be considered a kli. Now we're holding the Mishabura, Sifkatan Chaf Zayin. Before we go right in the Mishabura, I just want to speak out a little bit, a little raid to understand how this works is Barzam. A little bit mikvoyz. We're going to dip into a mikvah right now. So the first thing we have to understand is that before we go into the mikvoyz, is that this Shiloh we're discussing now about a spigot or a cork at the bottom of a barrel that we're saying you could use. It's a kli. Why is it a kli? Because it was nasis, it was made for this to be used this way. That is not the discussion of a sink faucet. A sink faucet is very different. Here we're discussing where there's a holding uh, kli. The way to get it out of the kli is a hole on the bottom that you plug up and you unplug it. So since it's coming from that kli, you just unplug it and plug it, that would be okay. Your sink faucet is not attached to a kli, it's attached to pipes. Even if those pipes at some point are attached to a boiler or some sort of cleat somewhere along the way, there's a long distance between that cleat and the pipes. And therefore, that's a whole different child. That will be in Siv Zion, maybe tomorrow night, to discuss the status of a sink faucet. But we're discussing here, let's say, like a cooler with a spigot on bottom or an urn or a barrel with a, with a um, cork on bottom. And that's what the Ramah is saying is okay. And before we see Sikhan Chav Zion, so like this. There's a Shailah Nechaz Mikvah. The Shailah is the following. People lived in the place and the riverbed would dry up and they wouldn't have a mikvah for this time of year. This time of year, the rain season has not yet started and the rivers are drying up. And how are you going to have a mikvah? So they had a great idea. The halacha is you can't tell in the kli. Fila in the kli is not good. So if you have a kli and then you attach it to the ground, that's called chakaku. You made a kli, ulbisayf kavu. That's no good. You can't do that. So how are we going to have a uh, how are we going to stop this water and gather it without having without it being in a cleat? How are we going to have a kosher mikvah? So this was the idea they had. We're going to take a barrel and we're going to attach it to the ground. And how are we going to fill the barrel with water? It's going to be a chubber to the ground. How are we going to fill it with water? We're going to make a hole. Make a hole in the barrel. Now water is going to come in through the hole. It will fill up forty saw. After it fills up 40 sof in this natural water, which was not she'uvim, it wasn't drawn from a pail and poured in, it came in naturally. And the hole is, let's say, Kishishiferis Hanoi, the size of two fingers, and it's a chibra to the actual river. And this is now a kosher mikvah in this barrel. And then we're going to close up the hole so the water stays inside. And now we have, we'll close it on top, and we have ourselves a kosher mikvah to last throughout the summer. A little dirty, probably, but a kosher mikvah to last throughout the summer. Now, what's the problem over here? The problem is, we just said, if you have a barrel that's a kli, and then you attach it to the ground, chakakul, the safe kavu, that's not kosher for a mikvah. Oh, so zap, the those who wanted to do this, the rav who wanted to do this, he says, no. Since you didn't yet put in the plug, you didn't put, you didn't clog the drain yet, you didn't put in the cork, you didn't put the uh, the rock to hold in the water, it's not a kli yet. Now it has a hole. Now it can't hold water, it's filling up because the river's rushing into it, but it's not a kli yet. So this is a case of first kavu, they put it in the ground, 
And then at the end they put it and they clogged it up and now it became a kli. Which is also a shayla, but for in all intents and purposes, for this shayla, he was nemming on, that would be okay. So he says, I have a great idea. We're going to leave the hole in the, the barrel. The barrel is not a kli, there's a hole. And then we're going to let it fill up. And then we're going to cl- close it with, with a cork. And now we have a kosher mikvah for the summer months. This shayla was posed to the night of Yehuda, and to the base of Ephraim, and to the Chassam Seifer. They all discussed it. That the shayla is wrong. You can't do this. What's the halacha over here by Barza under Amal? You have your barrel with your cork on the bottom. You pull out your cork, put your hand, the water goes in your hand. That's the tilos yadayim. One second. If the cork is not in the barrel, it's not a clean anymore. So you're not washing your hands from a clean. You're washing your hands from a broken clean. When the cork's inside, okay, now, granted, now, now it's a cleat. If you take out the cork, or you open the spigot and water's coming out, it's not a clean right now, because it can't hold anything when the spigot's open. Uh, no. Since you plan, you intend to stuff up this hole, it has a shame clean now. So, Raya for Simon Kuf, Nantesif, hey, from the Allah of the Ramah, that since I intend to put the cork back in, it has a shame clean now. And therefore, when the water pours in my hand, it's as if it's coming from a cleat. It is coming from a cleat. And therefore, your mikvah is not kosher. Because even though there's a hole in the barrel, but it's already a cleat, because you intend on stuffing up that hole after it fills with water. So it's a cleat. It's chakakul, it's a cleat before you put it in. And therefore, it's not kosher. According to the Yehuda, at the end, when you're emptying out the barrel the last time, you would have to clog it up again if you wanted to be from a cleat. If you're emptying out from all its contents and now it's going in the garbage, or, or it's, let's say it would go in the garbage now, well then it would be disposable, that would be a different child. So I guess you're always intending on putting back the, the cork. Very good. That's what Nadeb Yehuda says. Based on this, let's say I have this cooler, or this, this spigot on my urn, or I have a cork in the bottom of my barrel, and I pull it out, can I pour from the top of the cleaner to my hands? According to Nadeb Yehuda, I can. Because even when the cork is out, it's still a cleat. Even when the cork is out, since I intend to put it back the cork, it's still a cleat. And therefore, even though there's a hole, kindness mashke and the bottom of the cleat, I can still use it for the tilos That would be the shita of Nadi Yehuda. Sakta base of no no shaykhs. Sakta base of no shaykhs. Base of says, you're right. In Simakuf test Sif Hey, by the Barza, it's a cleat. You know why? Because that's the way. The kli is meant to be used in, out, in, out, in, out. Even when the cork is out, it's still a kli because that's the way it's supposed to be used. Here you want to take a barrel by the mikvah and you want to clog it up for good. It must not be a kli yet. That's not a kli. So that would be a kosher mikvah if not for other considerations. But mitzad, this child of titling in the kli, that's not a kli because since now it's not yet filled, it's still a hole in the barrel and you're letting water come in. Even though you intend on, clog- on plugging it up, that won't give it a shame clean right now. Only in the case of a barza where the whole way to use the clean is on, off, on, off, open, close, open, close, there would be a clean. That's the base of frying. Some service says no, completely different shot. Some service says no. When the cork is out, it's not a clean. Therefore, your mikvah is kosher because you're making, you're, you're filling the water into the barrel. It's not a clean, there's a hole in there. So how is it kosher for Natila Sidaim? How can you use a barza for Natila Sidaim when the barza is open? It's not a clean. So some say for that first kayak, that kayak rishon, that first shvicha, the first pouring from the kli when you pull the cork, that's considered it came from a kli. Because even though now it's no longer a kli, now that the cork is out, 
But when you pull that cork, the water came from a cleat. I guess it's like bon kaachas, it lost the same cleat, but that first kayach came from something which was a cleat, and therefore it would be kosher for the tila sidaim. That's what the chsam cipher says. Based on that, you would not be able to pour from the top of the cleat if the cork is out, according to the chsam cipher. Chsam cipher says when your spigot's open, it's not a cleat. So if the spigot's open, you cannot pour from the top, according to the chsam cipher. And that would be the, our little taste of McVoice. We'll have more McVoice tomorrow, a little McVoice read. And that is the discussion over here by Barzav. If we have a raya from Simon Kufnan Tessif, hey, um, against this uh, Shayel's mikvah of filling it with his barrel and plugging up the barrel afterwards, or not. Page 98. Let's say I have a complete kli and I make a hole in the kli. That's my vatalit from a shame kli. And I put a barza, I put a spigot there. Now it becomes a kli. And now I kasher the kli. How do you kasher a kli? For the dime, you put a barza, now it's kasher. It stops the word from coming out through the hole. And then you take it out and you use this barza as a spigot. You have to have the bars of tight and nothing drips out around the edges. If it, if it, if it comes out, drop, 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 it's not any better. It's just, if, if there was no bars, there's a hole in the clean out. Even a take from this hole is no good. Other kalim, you're allowed to take from under the nekev it's an, if it's mavzik or revius lamata. This is referencing an old child in the beginning of the simon when the Magen of Rama said that klicheres is worse when it comes to a, a hole. That's kikainis mashka. Even if it's high enough, there's revius under it. You shouldn't use it. Other materials you could use mishabrusa to have a whole kli, but other materials like the plastic cup that we showed, if there's a hole kikainis mashka, it's above the area of revius that you would be able to use. So here too. If you have dripping from this bars a tif achatif, it's the same thing as a hole, kakhainis mashka. It has to be above the area of uh, where it's mazik or and it can't be a klicharis. So, for example, if you would have a water cooler with a spigot on bottom and it's not on tight and it's dripping, drip, 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 that would not be kosher for Matil Sadayim because that would be a hole, kakhainis mashka, on the bottom of the cleat. Fine, Zagvaita. Excuse me. The fizet. This is like our water coolers, let's say, where the bars are on the bottom. You can't take from it. Clear halacha. If you have a water cooler or an urn, you want to take from the bars up. If it's dripping, drip, drip, drip out of there, you can't do it. Because it's not like gar from a hole. If it's on the bottom of the bars up. If it's not dripping, then you could, because it's a regular bars up. Most urns these days don't drip if they're in good shape. You could technically, you could use an urn, yeah, you can pour from the urn. Um, usually it will be hot water, so I wouldn't uh, suggest it. But if it's not hot water, then no problem. I mean, usually it's not practical because there's no bowl under it, but technically, that would be okay. That's what it would seem like from here. I don't see a reason why not. Okay. The only, the only reason why not would be the following, actually. 
we'll see later on in Simon Kuf Samak Beis, you want to make sure you get a revius on your hand at one time. So sometimes the, these urns, the water coming out of it, it's a small little stream, you won't be able to get a revius on your hand at once. That's a separate consideration that would say, well, don't use the other But mitzad the kli, it's a kosher kli. Zak sevav. Sevav is going to discuss, if I pour water on one hand, can I take the water in that hand and pour it on the other hand? And then Siv Zion will go back to Mikvois. Don't um, take your hands and pour onto your friend's hand. In your hands are not considered a cleat. So I cannot take water in my hands and pour it onto your hands. I take one hand from a cleat. I pour from that hand onto my other hand. That's nothing because the second hand did not get it from a cleat. Since originally I poured it from a clean into one hand, I'm allowed to continue that and pour it onto the other hand from that hand. So you have to make sure that the water does not become tummy on that first hand, otherwise you're pouring tummy water on your second hand. If you pour the revius at one time, we'll see the water does not become tummy. That's Allah we'll see in Kosamak Bays. So you have to pour a revius at one time. The minute used to be to be make like a bit of tam. One should be not to pour from one hand onto the other hand, rather to pour from a kli on each hand separately. Even if your hands were tar. Even if because if, if, if my hand, I'm pouring onto you. If my hands are tummy, I made the water tummy before we started. So even if my hands are tar, still, you shouldn't pour from my hands onto you because I'm basically not using a kli. After you finished washing on one hand, you took the water in your palm, poured it on the second hand. Didn't come from a cleat. If you put the hands one under the other, We'll see again a later halacha You put two hands and you pour one shmicha on both hands. That could work in certain instances. We'll see that later on in Simon Kuf Samach Beis. Before the Kama Simon Kuf Samach Beis. The water that you pour first onto your hand for the tila, the water becomes tummy. So if you pour from one hand onto the other, you're taking tummy water and pouring it on your hand. Your first hand was tar, and therefore the water will not become tummy that you pour onto the other hand. He only allowed you to pour from one hand to the other. Not to touch the other hand. Your second hand, which you didn't watch yet, that's still tummy, and that's going to be the time of the water. You don't want to rub your hands together before you wash that second hand. Zaksiv Katan. Lama Gimel, right? Lama Gimel? Yeah. Review is Vasacha. So we could go in Zet. Even if your hand was tummy, with one shvicha, you matar your hand. The water itself will become tummy. The revius of asachas asul can mikvah mataharis. We'll see a murder the halacha comes from a base revius at one time. It's like a mikvah hamatar. The water stays tar. Can the kamam asim comes from a base. You can take this water which came from a revius in your right hand and pour it onto your left hand. If you pour the revius in your hand properly, the first hand. You have to make sure you wash your hand properly. The inside, the outside, the whole hand has to go wet. 
If you just pour into your palm, you don't pour the top of your hand or the back of your hand, that's not going to be good in the first place. The whole thing's not going to work. You have to wash your whole hand and then catch some water from the reviews and pour it on the other hand. So call him a doll, he ikir, behind the tashar, praising the loiker, behind the time, and that's what we're knowing. We're not knowing like this. So call him a hail, the chatrila, marshal, hikmar, api, the evet. Even if one definitely should try to be machmer in this, not to pour from one hand onto the other, rather pour each hand separately. We'll start with Zion. Let's start, and the people come from Mar, we'll have to stop in the middle. Zakhtim Machabi Siv Zion. The water has to come from a nice and the person has to pour it. If you take out from a bucket, you pour it into a pipe, and then flows through the pipe onto your hand, and it goes in that pipe to water the field. You can't put your hands inside so the water should go over your hands. It doesn't come from the kayach of a person. The kayach of the shayfik is already over. Put your hands close to the part where the guy poured the bucket into the pipe. Even though you don't put it in the shvicha itself, it still works because as long as it's close to the place where you poured it, it's still considered came from the kayak adam. The chazanish speaks out as long as it still has movement based on the original shvicha, that would be enough to be considered kayak adam. You draw water from the river. You pour it into a pipe, go into the fields. You want to put your hands into the pipe. Far away from where you originally poured the water into the pipe. You think it's a good natila? He's saying that because of Khatil, you want to have Kavana for the natila. And really, it's up there, it's not going to work because you don't have a Kayak Noisin. And we'll stop with this one. Even though it's Dafka from a Kli. It's close to the place where they poured from the Kli. That's considered Kayak Kli. If you're going to take a puzzle of clay and pour it into the pipe, regardless of what work is your clay is puzzle. You pour from a kosher clay, you put your hands close to the makamashvicha where the water is still moving, that would be considered kayak nice and that would be okay. We'll go back to tomorrow from Sifkat Alam Ches. We'll discuss some uh, McVoice raids and hopefully get to the Shaila of the f- sink faucets. Everyone have a wonderful night.